Hey, hey, welcome to Cashville, y'all. This is No Ties 1879, a podcast where we, two Fijian folks, talk about our experiences growing up in a white Canadian suburb and raise awareness about Gitamit, the British indentured labor system. My name is Angeline. And my name is Ash. And before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the traditional territory of the Tuasan and Musqueam First Nations and all of the Hunkuminum speaking people who have been stewards of this land since time immemorial. I would also like to offer my respect to all the elders who have gone before us and to all the elders and First Nation people who are with us today. I would also like to thank you for not running us off your land as you're totally entitled to do so. I'll help. <laughs> Happy Halloween episode. Yeah, buddy. It's our first bow, bow, bow. I'll just do it. Yeah. Out. Sorry, I couldn't find the button. <laughs> hey, it happens. Bow, bow, bow. I couldn't Hall- find the page. <laughs> Happy Halloween episode. Um, we're just calling it Halloween Heist because Brooklyn Nine-Nine is my favorite show in the world of all time. Uh, but nothing about this episode has to do with the heist. No. We just really like that. Yeah, it's just the working <laughs> title of what it is. It's just what we decided to call it. Love a good in heist. notes, so it's what it is now. Just going to run with it, I think. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is a heist. The orange of Halloween is, I mean, it got heisted. <laughs> it got like, heisted. Like Christmas got heisted and... April Fools got heisted. They were all Wiccan and Pagan uh, holidays. And uh, I mean, all of the Wiccan and Pagan people that are potentially listening right now are probably like standing up going, yeah, you motherfucking right it was. <laughs> I know, like if at least one of my friends, fuck, I should have called him before we recorded this. Anyways. He's a, he would have he would have told us all about Halloween. Goddamn for hindsight. Anyways, if you know, you know. It'll be for the hype, yeah. the heist, the Halloween heist to the second yeah. that we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the point I'm trying to make is, if you know, you know, right? Like, yeah, it, this Hallow's Eve. Yeah, this like many other things that we just write off is. I don't know, Western culture or just, yeah, I'll just say Western culture. Like it came from somewhere else and it was something else before it was what we know it as today. Yeah. Well, everything like Western culture appropriates everything. Right. And they like Western culture fucking, you know, oh my God, this new thing. Well, it's not a new thing. Yeah. It's been around for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So before we get into that. I started a new job. Yeah, tell us about that. I started a new gig. Oh my God. I love it. It's incredible. It's like the perfect fit. I just kill it every day. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I mean like without being too specific cause I just, I don't know. I'm still kind of weird about putting our workplaces on blast, I guess. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but. Well, you're not there <laughs> anymore, so. Well, no, just our current past like, you know, like just all of it. Right. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have moved on from youth work and can't actually say that I am a youth worker any longer because I'm not even a youth worker by trade. Right. I don't have my child and youth care degree, um, or any type of like education specialization in youth work or 
a related field, I guess. And so I can't really say that anymore, which is interesting because I've said that for like nine years that I'm a youth worker or in some sort of youth work. So uh, I don't do that anymore. I am now in events, which is kind of a 180, but not really in the, when I really get into, I don't know, like the, the real like depth, surface and depth really of my past and present positions are really community engagement and planning community events both things that I did before and will do now and will actually be my official role and title, which is pretty cool. So I'm stoked. It's great. Something that just kind of happened really quick and that I stumbled upon. Um, honestly, just because of awesome timing and some awesome people and nice. just the universe. Yeah. So, well, putting in your work too. Yeah. That yeah. has, that's, you know, it's been recognized, right? Like people have been watching you, your reputation precedes yourself. Like you're very involved in things all over every spectrum of every <laughs> yeah. thing. So like, yeah. I mean, people know who you are, know what you're about and know what they're going to get when they like deal with you. Right. So, yeah, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not really all that surprised. That's interesting because like Helen said, like a lot of people have said <laughs> not that. Not surprised, man. And it's furthermore, I think that's something that's just common between the both of us too. Is a lot of people, when I do something correctly, people are like, yeah, I'm not surprised you like got that or you're doing that or you did that. So like, it's weird for me on the, on the other end, seeing it, it's just like, mm. huh, this is what people always say to me. Yeah. And it kind of validates like, huh, so all those people weren't like full of shit. They weren't just blowing smoke yeah, up my yeah, ass. Yeah, sure. I was yeah. like, fuck, I should have listened to all of them then. When they said, yeah, you're good at that. Do that. Yeah, or yeah, like, I should have listened. <laughs> or like, you know, went for me. I guess I'm just more relating it to my recovery sure, and shit. Yeah. When people gave me props, I was just like, no, man, this is bullshit. The game's rigged. They're like, no, you're doing good. <laughs> this is what it's, uh, you know, so like. Yeah. You, this is, you're where you're supposed to be because you put like, because like you put in all the work right. and the time and your reputation yeah. and like, right. All mm -hmm. the stuff you like, so I'm not surprised at all when you told Thank me, you. I was like, yeah, yeah I don't know. it's more surprising when things don't go your way actually, because like, like, I mean, with that fucking inclusion and diversity thing. In yeah, Delta, like yeah. how? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's that, one of those things that is rigged, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty questionable and I'm going to, uh, hopefully we get some more information yeah. on just that whole thing and whatever, yeah. but yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's cool. I was like in a Zoom this morning um, and it was with some folks alongside my old workplace and, um, you know, something that I'm finding is that a lot of, a lot of people just know about me just because of the, the environment that we were, that I was in before, um, and, and the places that I put myself in really, uh, when I started putting myself out there and putting my voice out there and speaking up about things, um, I guess a lot of people kind of recognized some of those things. And so I was in a meeting this morning and, you know, this woman who I, didn't really know, um, hadn't met her personally before. Um, you know, she was telling my new boss, like, Hey, like, great, great to see you in, in another capacity. And like, Hey, just so you know, like, you're really lucky to have her. 
And my boss was just like, yeah, like I, I really am. And I knew that from before and it's all people are saying right now. And I'm like, yo, what are these people talking about? You know, like I just like can't figure it out, but apparently I'm cool and everyone knows it. So nice. there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right on. What about you? I don't know. I was in a car accident. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. Uh, I was in a car accident, so I've just been dealing with that. Mm-hmm. How's your body feeling? Rear-ended twice and went into the car in front of me and then fucking, yeah, I don't know. My body's pretty wrecked. It hurts. I can't sit down or stand up for long periods of time. Yeah. Or even like sitting down blows, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And absolutely. what's worse is sitting in the seat of my car specifically, like, there's two groups of people who've ever sat in my car. It's like the people who complain about my front seats and the people who don't. And I never get people who say anything in between. And now I'm seeing what everybody complains about because my fucking back hurts every time. I was just hotboxing my car this morning. Like I do every... <laughs> it's in the driveway now and I'm home. So I'm just going to fucking sit inside of it and turn it on and listen to music and smoke weed. And like, that's what I do in the morning, right? Like I'm fucking make my coffee, wake up, smoke weed in my car <laughs> in the driveway because I can't really drive it around too much. And like I shouldn't because it's... I don't know what the fuck's wrong with it. Any, anyways, so like... Anyways, like even just the 15, 20 minutes I'm in there, I'm just like, holy fuck. Like I need somebody to help me out of my own car right now. And it hurt. Yeah, never used to be like that. And it's sciatic nerve injury. I've had it previously and like it, I've kind of treated it and helped it and go away, whatever. You know, it's a matter of just, it's not even, uh, sorry. It's not like a matter of it like going away. Like you do enough exercise and stretching to keep it at bay, right? And now it's just to a point where it just hurts all the time, which sucks. And like I can't drive anywhere because my car is not really in the state to do that. And like, I don't know, I'm trapped. It's like I'm on house arrest again. Actually, the feelings are coming back a little bit. And I'm just like, fuck, man. But I can still like, you know, like walk around and shit so yeah but it's raining so it's like why would i want to and yeah. we live in the pacific northwest it's not just regular rain rain yeah <laughs> regular rain <laughs> regular rain it's so much more black yeah it's getting uh it's getting colder too like i can feel it i can feel it in my Your bones knees. you know like i don't have great joints i don't got great ankles or knees and I can feel it. It's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's not, uh, it's, it's no longer, you know, that perfect autumn fall weather. It's, it's cold rain. Yeah. It's no fun. Yeah. Yeah. And we just had some stormy shit happen recently too. Yeah. Storms and wind yeah. and all this stuff. I and- was really annoyed that I didn't get out. Cause if, as soon as that happened, I was like, cool. Like all the kick-ass pictures and shit I could be taking on the seawall right now. Mm. And I can't even fucking drive there. Even if my car was drivable, I couldn't sit in the car long enough because we live in Vancouver. I'm guns to be in three hours of traffic. (laughs) Even if the traffic cameras say there's no traffic, bro, there's traffic. So like, yeah. oh man, I bet, bet, yeah, it sucked outside, but like, fuck, 
I just saw like an opportunity being lost and I was like, no, because last year I got out and took pictures in the storm and I saw a sailboat on the fucking beach. <laughs> I took a picture and check out my Instagram. It's there. So I was like, stormy weather. Yes. I'm going to get out there. Car accident instead. All right, cool. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't do anything now. Awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, as long as you take care of yourself, it'll only be like so long of a time, right? Yeah. So I was just, you know, earlier this year. You got I, into a rear ender. Yeah, I did. And it was like so minor, yet it had such an impact on on me and my body. And I was just like on it right away. I was like, there's no way I'm like doing the 19, 20 year old thing that I used to do. And I would just be like, <laughs> oh, I'll, be I'll just be <laughs> fine. Like, yeah, fuck no, I did not do that. I chilled for a couple days and I like went to regular therapy. Like you have to do that. You have to, you know, go to the RMT and mm -hmm. do that for a few weeks. Like I did it for like a month and a bit. And then he was like, Hey, cool. You can go do physio now. And I went to physio and like, I feel great. Nice. Only because I did that shit, right? So yeah. you need to get on it. Can't afford not to. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I'm just waiting back to hear from the people, well, the car people and the fucking people where I'm supposed to go get my treatment. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I, I would have just went anywhere that was open, honestly, because you just can't wait. Like for like, cause there's only so much time and your body changes every single day. Yeah, well, everything like, is like booked anyways. Like Which is so crazy, but I call, guess. call, like, it's like, okay, cool, we'll, like, put you on this list or that list. And if something opens up and it's like, okay, awesome. And then the next question is, do you do direct billing to ICVC? No? Okay, well, fuck. Then why am I even talking about talking to you, like, later? Like, I'm not going anywhere that's not going to bill directly to ICVC. I'm not yeah. paying for fucking anything to do with this i already pay insurance which is way too much in this goddamn province like i pay way too much of the fucking gas pump in this goddamn province like yeah i pay too much to breathe air in this goddamn yeah. province like i'm not no bye like like no so like and then i was like going somewhere in walking distance like I can't, I can't, like I said, I can't just drive my car around everywhere, right? Like, I have to fucking go somewhere close. So, that's the closest place that does ICVC direct billing. And I was just like, hey, I'm not going to make this more complicated for myself. It's yeah. where I'm going to go. Yeah. I mean, I got nailed from behind by a car that got nailed from behind, dude. And that guy was driving at least 70 kilometers an hour. I talked to a friend of mine. He's a math guy and we did the math and just on the lowest end like he had to have been going 70 kilometers an hour to move two fucking cars man that old ass uncle was like hauling ass not paying attention to what he was doing it's super fucked up yeah like that i mean now that can just go ahead and say it the guy who hit all of us was a very old uncle because we're on this podcast i could say it and everybody's gonna know exactly like he was an uncle driving a fucking Merc Benz and had was totally fucking clueless. He was just like, Maybe oh, was everybody like was stopped. And I was just like, yeah, because like, like, what do you like? I was nice to the guy, but like me and the guy who got the worst of it were just mm -hmm. like, like our blood pressure was like, I, I was. Just, and then on top of that, he's walking around with a fucking like, <laughs> it was just pathetic to see like. 
he had no idea. Like he was not prepared for this. Like, I'm not like, oh yeah, I have his license. Never mind. I was going to say, I'm not even sure if he had a license. I did take a picture of it. He has one. Uh, um, he was walking around with a checkbook, like the back of a checkbook and a pen, like trying to write down manually, write down everybody's information. And we're just like, holy fuck. Like this is, and he couldn't understand, like, language barrier yeah there was a guy in front of me who knew english like fine um whatever the dude behind me was like russian and very sketchy af like or i don't know man he was weird and he made me uncomfortable and i wanted to be out of there i was just (laughs) like you're fucking weird this car is stolen or something Mm -hmm. like you're some kind of like i don't know i don't know man he was weird. I didn't, he had several different names and I was like, okay, well, which fucking name do you want me to write down? Cause he wouldn't let me take a picture of his license. And he's just like, my name is this. Oh no, 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 wait, my name is this. And then he changed it again. And I'm like, okay, well, which name is it, bro? Like, cause I gotta tell ICVC something, man. Yeah. And I was just like, just give me the number to your license plate. Like I got your license plate number, like your license number, like, like, uh, he was sketchy. The guy in front of me was driving a rental car from Alberta, and he had an Ontario fucking license. So that thing, w- and he was out of there. <laughs> just an so all-around, fu- like, questionable experience. Yeah. He, he was just like, oh, I don't have any damage. I'm just going to go. And I was just like, well, hold on, man. <laughs> like, I need your shit. And he was like, he was just, he was just like, East Indian fellow from Ontario. Like, he was like, I'm here for work. And I was just like, okay, whatever, man. Like, just like, just I'll take your info. You got no damage. Like the front end of my car is a little bit fucked up now. Like whatever, you just go. Like he's like, oh, I gotta go, right? Like no damage. This is a rental, and I don't really care that much. And I'm not hurt. I'm just like, well, fuck, man. Just whatever. He need, he wanted to be out of there real fast. So that had a level of, and yeah. I'm I'm a fucking clandestine i'm from that clandestine world okay like when something smells weird like i could smell that shit and Mm. that those two people smelled funny and then this fucking old uncle is fucking walking around with the back of his checkbook with a pen that doesn't work trying to write everybody's information down and he's speaking to me in Punjabi, and I'm just like, I don't know what you're saying, man. Like, it was just such a fuck around. Like, oh, man. I haven't actually told the whole, like, weirdness of it all to anybody. But that it was just so fucked up. I I wanted to be out of there. I left the guy who hit me. I just left him there. I was like, I'm, I'm driving away. I went to the gas station and, like, you know, just... <laughs> I was just like, I want to be gone from this. Like, this is fucking weird. I was pissed more because there's coffee everywhere in my car. And I take an extra large double-double. So it smells like cream. I got home and cleaned it. Now it smells like cream every time I get in there. No matter how much weed I smoke in there. Like, the cream smell just overpowers it. I got like six hanging trees on the goddamn thing that smells like bourbon. And it still smells like cream. And sugar. Damn. Yeah, yeah, so that's me. That's where I'm at. I don't know. I'm having some, like, I don't know. This might quite literally be the thing that broke, the straw that broke the camel's back. 
my version of Fight Club's near life experience. Near life experience. Yes. Yeah. And ironically, it was a car accident, not as severe as the one in Fight Club. But I'm just, I don't know. I'm having to rethink everything too. I was rethinking everything before this happened, and now it's just yeah, like, oh god, yeah, now for sure. You're, now you're just now you're at home, and now it's just like, fuck, buddy. Like, could this be exit stage left out of an industry that like I'm like in a physical job, right? Like, this doesn't. Does it make sense for? Mm-hmm. Does this fucking make sense? I don't know. Like, I've been thinking about it a lot lately, and it's, I don't know. Stay tuned for Ash's Chronicles of Ash part, like two, three, and four, where he, I don't know, maybe joins the next NASA mission to Mars or some shit. <laughs> that'd be yeah. sick. Anyways, that's enough about me and my my stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think it's always uh, it's always good to get an update. Everyone everyone likes to hear that. They're yeah. always like, what the fuck's going on in your life? I always seem to have like some sort of like, I don't know, dark comedic misfortunes happening too. So whoever's been keeping track of all those, here's another one to the list. <laughs> Prior to this was the cracked rib, <laughs> which was only a few days previous to the car accident. So we're going to be talking about Halloween things just because the season is upon us. It's kind of looking like a little bleak, similar to last year. I don't really know what everyone else on the block's plans are, right? Like, I'm not really too sure what's going on. Um, But, you know, we live in a townhouse complex. And so last year... Um, we were sort of, yeah, we were sort of able to do, like, I made some, like, cute little kits, like, little packages, and we just put them in a bowl, um, and then everyone just kind of, like, hung out outside, put out their fire pits, and, uh, like, the kids just came and got them themselves, right? Got everything themselves, and so I don't really know what's going on this year. Better Um, not be raining. I mean, I'm sure it's going to, like, it's... I know the adult world is booming. I keep getting invites to all these Halloween costume parties and like buy this ticket to this, buy this ticket to that. And I'm just like, God damn, man. Like, oh, that's interesting. I have nothing <laughs> for me and I'm super cool with that. Yeah, I'm kind of, I don't know. Fuck. I'm like really annoyed. Like, I'm a bored single guy. Like, I kind of, I've, like, it's weird. Like, Sorry, I know we said stop talking about me. <laughs> I just want to, like, it's weird. Like, what, what, if, I don't know what to do with my life right now. Like, I'm a bored single guy. And when I see these Halloween things come up, I'm like, fuck, man, I want to go. But I don't drink. Like, I'd just be going alone. So I'd just be a weird guy standing there. I mean, Halloween is. I love this holiday, too. I call it a holiday. Holiday, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I love not, it. Not really a holiday, but. What, uh, I mean, we used to do some, we used to do some fun shit, I think. I mean, like, I had, like, a couple years, maybe, where, like, I did some fun shit in high school. But I didn't really engage in a lot of Halloween activities, just because, I don't know, at a certain point, I was just kind of like, oh, I'm done with this whole costume situation. But, like, I want candy. So, like, I still trick-or-treated, but, like, I didn't really dress up. I've never really been, like, creative with my costumes or anything. (laughs) Like, I've never, you know, like, I've never been adventurous. None of that. Nothing. I've just did it out of necessity so I could get candy. And then at some point in high school, I was, like, ditch the costume and just try for candy. 
And then there were a couple of years. I think it was like probably when I was in grade 12, I'm pretty sure. And like you and your friends were, you know, since graduated. Uh, I think I just like drove around one night for like we just went from party to party. And uh, we had like mom's car back Mm. then. Mm -hmm. And it was like you and like a bunch of friends that you don't talk to anymore. (laughs) Um, And like we went to like just like a bunch of places. And that was like my first like I think real Halloween party experience where there was just like a bunch of randos in Ladner and we went from this house and there was this crew there. And then we would like be like, Hey, we're done here. We're going to go to the next one. And I'd be Uh, like, Oh, what's that? And I'd just be there with my keys. Like, okay, let's go. I guess everybody pile in the car, mm. (laughs) like a fucking soccer mom or some shit. But I was just, I was just happy to be there, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was just happy to be there. I was just happy to be along for the ride. Um, But I don't really think, like, I never did any of that, like, you know, blow shit up with. uh, Firecrackers. Yeah. Like, I never, you know, like, lit shit on fire (laughs) or. Yeah, I never really did any of, like, the regular teenage shit. Like, you know, blew up shit with firecrackers when those were still a thing. Like, you know, pumpkins and, like, mailboxes and stuff. Like, I never. Mm. I never really did that. I never vandalized stuff because I didn't, that's not really my thing. Like, I don't really believe in fucking up other people's shit for no reason. Yeah, I don't think I ever vandalized (laughs) anybody else's stuff either. Like, I don't know why that's such a fun thing to do. Stuff to just blow up. Like, I don't know. You just like, I don't know. So, like, me and my friends growing up were very crafty with like, Mm making explosives i guess like it just like we had access to lots of firecrackers right and we like would and like obviously firecrackers in canada are illegal so like like people just bring them across the border or whatever and then like in high school you know you sell them for like whatever 20 bucks a brick or i don't really know what the price is now but that was that was the rip-off price. If you're trying to rip somebody off, 20 bucks a brick was the price. But anyways, which is, what, 12 packs of bottle rockets? So that's 120 bottle rockets, I think. I think. Anyways. <laughs> Shit still sticks with you. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, anyways. You bust them apart. You bust them apart. You take out the gunpowder, right? And then um, you fucking just pour that shit into whatever the fuck canister mm-hmm. right and then we were in metal shops so we had access to f- like we fucking made a working gun out of gunpowder and like a fucking steel tube mm-hmm. like it was crazy we were fucking hellions that way we weren't we didn't vandalize things but we definitely pushed the boundaries of like explosive things that we can make and definitely the fucking cannon that my friend Ben made and then he turned it into a working gun. That was a little bit insane. That was insane. But like, I don't know. We never vandalized, but firecrackers blowing shit up, lights, like explosions. That was our thing. I like that. I just remember like this sound because I don't like loud noises. And I would just be like, like I would hear that bang and I would be like, oh, I hate that sound. <laughs> like, I was just such an old person about it. And then, you know, like that, I feel like, 
there's just that very distinct scent as well, where like you just know that it was like a firecracker or even fireworks. They just have that like burn smell or something mm. where it would like, you know, you would just like walk up somewhere, you're walking down the street and you smell it you and you just, just know, know that it just happened yeah, like a I second ago or something. I'm just like, <sighs> I miss it. You never hear smell it anymore. I mean, we'll see. Firecracker, like, here's, it's so weird. Like, before on Halloween, even right now, on a night like tonight, like 10 years ago, 15, no, 10 years ago, it even changed then. Okay, maybe longer than that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, you know what? The last time I ever saw a really good Halloween was like, when we lived at the 45th house. Yeah. Yeah. That's when uh, like you could walk outside and it was fucking the purge. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> I don't think anybody but, like, realizes not, like, the unsafe. kind of Halloween we came from. Yeah. Like we came from fucking like people just walking down the streets, throwing bottle rockets and kids are trick or treating and like, and like holding are, Roman candles. In yeah. The air and yeah. Shit. I was just going to yeah. say having fucking shooting them like at each other and shit. Like, <laughs> like I don't think anybody like Gen Z certainly doesn't fucking even have a goddamn clue about Halloween now. Cause everything now is just slutty costumes. And then I don't even know guys just dress up like <laughs> whatever they it, found. They just I like, Oh, know. I found this fucking, I found an elf hat, man. So I came as fucking what's that douchebag who makes those shitty movies? I'm I'm that guy from Elf. That's who I came like. <laughs> I swear. And it's like you're wearing a jeans, a white t-shirt, and a fucking elf hat. Like, anyways, I put time into my costumes whenever I do costumes. So it really annoys me when people don't, and like they still <laughs> end up with a girl. And it's like really. I'm the one wearing the thousand dollar outfit, and you just show it up in your fucking work clothes. You piece of shit. Anyways, whatever. It $1,000. Happened. It if we're ha- spending $1,000 on costumes, hey, we're making some questionable that's life not, choices. It's not that <laughs> I kept wearing that same costume for years to come, all right? The vest and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good investment. I still have it. And when the world ends, I'll have a tactical vest to wear over my bulletproof vest when I'm killing the zombies and shit. Halloween, motherfuckers. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, how did we get on this topic? We're just talking about Halloween shit that we used to do. Yeah, mayhem. It was mayhem. Yeah, the 45th house fireworks was always, always the shit. Like, and decorations everywhere. Even now, like, I feel like, and it could be because we're in a complex, but like every year it's like less and less kids. And like, a lot of, a lot of people take their, take their kids to like, like specific neighborhoods, I guess. And also like, uh, you know, they do like those like mall, mall things. Thing. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Cause it's like, it's just safe and whatever. Right? And what, what the fuck is safe? How is it more yeah. unsafe than any regular night? You would- Yeah. Cause like <laughs> it's inside most of the I time. I don't and- know. Like, I, and here's the other thing. People want to be like, Oh, well COVID. And like, dude, when I was a kid, when we were a kid, we were fucking in school and they were like, make sure you don't eat the candy. Otherwise you might get you swallow a razor blade. Like you bitches are whining about fucking COVID. We were fucking worried about razor blades and nobody was checking shit. We were fucking eating that thing. Like it was candy, not in the bag. Just put it in my fucking mouth. Man. I <laughs> like mean, trick we or treat. Always, yeah, Give me we the candy in my hand, man. 
I mean, yeah, like I think like mom and dad were pretty nuts about like checking our candy. They took sure. it and sent it to Fiji. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't remember that. That never happened to me. I always got my candy. Like I don't <laughs> I don't actually remember that happening to me either. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that was a thing. That was always a threat though. Yeah, Do you maybe. remember that? Do you remember it? I always used to hear, oh, like they like send it to Fiji. Like, what? Why would you send anybody candy? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's gonna be. Why would there? you send know. a bunch of poor kids candy? <laughs> Here, have some more cavities in a country where dental dental hygiene is shit. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Some of the threats were didn't really really make spe- make sense. Rather, <laughs> speaking of like Halloween and Fiji, I don't really know if. I mean, I always knew that like growing up, mom and dad would always be like, you know, this isn't a thing. Like, or it wasn't a thing for us. We don't get it right. And so, I've I've thought about like my attitude towards Halloween and how I don't really like. You know, lots of folks will fucking love Halloween, and I've don't necessarily. I've also, you know, with with my work, the work that I've been doing um, for the last six years specifically within recreation has really called upon me to like be somebody during times like this, right? To like organize events and plan activities for youth related to like Halloween and stuff. And so I just kind of felt like, okay, when I go home and into my personal life, I don't have enough like time and space and energy left to do these things. I just didn't care for it necessarily. Right. And so then I would think about that and I would be like, Oh, like if I ever have kids and I'm like this unenthusiastic about it, they're going to lack in that experience. Uh, Right. And then, you know, I think about like mom and dad and how they're like, they didn't grow up with it. They didn't know what it was. So they, we kind of didn't really do much because like we did the right, you know, trick or treating and stuff, mm-hmm. but like, you know, growing, growing up for most of our time, we didn't have a door front, like a front door. Right. Cause we rented the basements. And so we didn't really do pumpkins because we didn't need to kind of thing. Right. So we didn't really do a lot of engage in a lot of these like Halloween style activities and like recreational Halloween activities. And so I feel like, you know, my experience kind of reflected that. And so now I'm just kind of like, I don't really care for this. But then I'm like, oh, but I don't want to be that mom because, you know, I mean, and I'm totally getting ahead of myself because I don't know what's going to happen. And like, yeah, I kind of just like don't really want to be that person who's like, uh, whatever. And then all the other, you know, kids have all these elaborate costumes and I'm just like, oh, here's this barely there something that we just found at wherever, you know, like I want to be like present and engaged but it's just kind of not my thing. So I don't know. Um, but all of this to say that I'm kind of relieved that <laughs> we're sort of in the time that we are now because like, I don't really know what's going to happen. Um, you know, this weekend with kids coming to trick or treat, I don't really know if like we need to prepare. There's not like dad would have put the decorations out by now and he hasn't, you know? So I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Halloween's yeah. been dead forever. So <laughs> Probably nothing. I don't know. And like, I feel like we always like, honestly, like we always do prepare here. Like we really do. And I remember last year I was like, I actually was kind of enthusiastic because initially dad was like, we're not doing anything because like no one's doing anything. And I was like, people are doing stuff. And like, I don't want to be like, 
I don't want us to be that crib that's like, it's COVID. We're not fucking giving out candy, right? So it's like, I think people are doing stuff, so we'll do stuff. So like, you know, we made those little kits and that was cute and stuff. I mean, there's chocolate and chips right there. But that, and that's the thing is like out, so. a lot of it, like, like we, we end up having a lot of stuff afterwards too, because we have like the traffic here is really low. Yeah. Right. So I don't yeah. know. Like, we'll see what happens. I don't want to see Halloween die. I think it is cool. But like, you know me, I like to do the thing the way that we're supposed to, the way that it was intended, right? So it would be really cool to like learn more about the true meaning of this and like just hear it, as you say, from the horse's mouth, right? right. And be able to like, you know, just like experience like a a, a cool telling of a story um, from someone who knows exactly what they're talking about. Like, that's what I want. Cause it is cool. Like mm -hmm. it's, you know, to me, it sounds cool. I told you that I watch, uh, the, the, if anyone out there watches the chilling adventures of Sabrina, that show is fucking scary. Okay. It's actually pretty scary. Um, and it's actually pretty real, um, because some of the, the storytelling is accurate to my limited knowledge, it's pretty accurate. You know, they really get into the occultism and they they talk about Hallow's Eve and Winter Solstice and all of the different rituals um, within occultism that fall on certain days. And it's just really cool. Like, I really like that shit. I'm super down with that shit. So I think that would be cool. I'm kind of over the dressing up in costumes mm. and the partying and the, just the, you know, like whoever wants, everyone's free to dress up whatever, however they want anyways. And so I always had an issue with this, with the slut rule, not because it's the slut rule and you know, it's the one day where you can wear whatever you want and nobody can say anything. I had an issue with it because we should just be able to wear whatever we want anyways, every day. You know what I mean? So I've, I've always had like issues with, yeah. That like so there's just like little tiny things about this whole thing where I've just been like I don't identify with I this. I think some yeah. people's <laughs> issue especially mine is like there's a difference between looking like trash which most girls uh, I don't know why but sorry ladies you look like trash on Halloween 90% of the time like really that was the best you could do. <laughs> that was the best you could fucking come up with. A slutty this, a slutty that like what i'm sorry man like what are you still 16 like come on man we live in an age where there is so much fucking creativity you can go on instagram or tiktok and find like a dope ass costume and it really doesn't take a lot of time like i'm not really gonna pull any punches on that shit man like if you're gonna go to a costume party go there to fucking win and like look like something not just some trashy fucking this that you like come on really like and guys like same shit don't just show up in your construction worker shit man or alternatively i've done this too don't just show up in your steel toe boots and your welding helmet and be like i'm a fucking welder like bro just put some <laughs> fucking thought into it it's not that hard man that's me, and like, man. If, like, especially if you're going to pay money to go to a costume party. Like, bro, take that shit to the next level. 
Well, if you're gonna, yeah, I, I agree with, I mean, I, I'm definitely what you describe, which is like, I remember like going after going somewhere like out and about after, um, a volleyball game. I think we had like a volleyball game or practice or something on a Halloween evening in high school. And I think I just had my volleyball sweats on, like the team oh. sweats on. I was like, I'm a volleyball player. And there <laughs> I mean, was a lot okay of, if you like, there was just a lot showing of up from somewhere else. <laughs> then like, that's, that's, I mean, I like, that's look. an excuse. I was like, look, it's the Pacers logo. That's a volleyball. Yeah. It says team. But don't <laughs> right? be like, yeah, and I bought were, my tickets two months ago mm-hmm. and I'm just going to wear but, and my fucking. So I will. Yeah. Also, I'll agree with that part, which is what I was going to say was that it's, you know, like, Businesses and, you know, these, these like club promoters and companies like really capitalize on, you know, Halloween and New Year's and, you know, a few other things, but like, these are really, really big ticket events. And so to pay you to go to one of these fancy events is quite a bit of money. And so if you're going to do that, I would agree with you there. Like put some time mm-hmm. and effort into it. I mean, like what, at the end of the day, do whatever the fuck you're going to do. I just don't understand why you would pay a zillion dollars for this one thing and then not invest in the rest of it, I guess. I don't know. That's just me. Um, and also like, you know, there are a lot of talented people out there that I would just like to give props to who come up with incredible like makeup looks and special effect looks for Halloween. And yeah, I used to date that shit is pretty fucking gnarly lady person <laughs> who makeup fucking artist. Made, yeah, she made my face look when I went as a SWAT man one year, she made my face look all fucked up. Like I'd been through a war. It looks so goddamn good, man. Like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like the level of like Halloween mm-hmm. costume. I've like, like, I guess I've taken it more seriously because I've always been the guy who's won the fucking costume contest because mm. I've actually looked good. Like, I don't think I've ever really gone to a costume party and been like, and people have been like, holy fuck, man, that guy, like, no, mm. everywhere I go, doesn't matter what I'm wearing, everybody's looking, but I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know, I just... Yeah, and I I'm always really the one... annoyed about this shit. I'm always the one who, like, people do point at and they're like, what's going on here? And I'm like, I don't know. I just wanted to go outside, I think. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing here. Or like I'm a designated driver and I had to put something on. I don't know. Cosplay (laughs) is a big thing, right? Right? Like, so like, I don't know. I I don't know. I just see me being a nerd too, like going to like Comic-Con and shit like that. And just like seeing what people just do. Like, I don't know. When I see people, when I just, when I just see what the average nerd does. Mm Mm-hmm in their spare time and then a little fucking i don't know jill from aritzia here (laughs) (laughs) fucking like bought this 500 sorry jill at aritzia if you're listening yeah like (laughs) bought her ticket her 500 ticket like six months ago Mm -hmm. and like you know decided that like it was either you know how do I how do I say it? Jill from Maritzia is the same girl who paid ten thousand dollars for her handbag, but only has twenty dollars in it. You know what mm. I'm saying? Jill is the type of girl who got her hair curled but didn't have it brushed out after. Mm. Right? That's the just <laughs> you know that's the kind of like like so when I see like the fucking average Jill from like Maritzia yeah. at like it's just like Jill, what are you 
Jill, you're only wearing that because you want me to buy you a drink right now because you spent all your money on your ticket and your $10,000 bag. And the rest of your $6 and, went to your shitty fucking and you know costume. What? And you know what? We've all been there at some point and Don't be we'll chill. figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> be a, um, I don't know, find a cosplay person. Be that. <laughs> I don't have anybody right now. <laughs> so I found this article uh, from the Fiji Sun uh, from 2010 about Halloween. I just found Ooh. it interesting just because, you know, like we've said, like mom and dad, didn't really know what the fuck that was when yeah. they got here. And they were like, well, I guess we're here and we got to get our kids to do it because the school's saying they got to do it or whatever the hell. So <laughs> I guess we're doing it now. Yeah, um, everybody else is doing it. And, that. you know, they were amongst the group of people who were like, so we're going to take our kids to a bunch of strangers' houses and get candy from them. What? It is a strange concept, <laughs> isn't it? Right? Like they questioned it. But then they were like, well, we'll just follow the masses because everyone else is doing it. It must be okay, right? So in 2010, which seems like it was forever ago now, but you know, it, in the grand scheme of it was forever time, ago. yeah, it was 12 years in the grand scheme of time. It wasn't, you know, especially if we're talking about people who recognize Halloween. Right. Mm. And so this was still a bit of a foreign concept there. Um, and so uh, in this article, you know, it starts off with saying, um, you know, this is a day where parents dress up their children as monsters, vampires, witches, and ghosts and encourage them to um, approach total strangers and ask them for sweets, candy, and other treats. Some homeowners decorate their houses with images of black cats, ghosts, goblins, and carved pumpkins, and sometimes transform their sitting rooms or backyards into make-believe graveyards. Even some adults also dress up in similar costumes and go to parties in rooms decorated like dungeons or crypts. Halloween is a festival not often celebrated or recognized here in Fiji with its roots traced far back into the pagan past. So this writer for the Fiji Sun really then started to like look into this, which is interesting because like who in Fiji knows the word pagan and knows what it is, you know, <laughs> like I, I, my initial instinct would be probably not that many at all. I don't know. So then they get into it. Well, British colonialists would have called native Fijians pagan. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Worshipping yeah. whatever it, whatever mm -hmm. idols they would have been worshiping. Yeah. Every, every, pagan. I mean, that's just really just uh, an Anglin. I mean, from what I've gathered, what was that term you said? Limited knowledge. I'm going to use that. My limited knowledge, yeah. what I've gathered <laughs> yeah. is that pagan, that word is a word that Anglo, like Anglo English, the fuck you call those people? The Saxons. Anglo, that's who Anglo Saxons. Anglo Saxons. That's who I'm sorry. <laughs> so they would have been the ones using that word to describe. Anybody, anyone different, yeah, anybody yeah. different, right? So, <laughs> especially like, tribal false, culture, uh, I guess. yeah, like try, yeah. So, that's what I was trying to get at, mm. like more of that. That I makes think. sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I think which, like, they would have just had like witches would have been Wiccan, right? Hmm. Which they, I think, Wiccan that was just like the term that I don't actually know. I'm just talking about ass of this one, but I think witches called themselves Wiccan, it wasn't a Christian's. Mm -hmm. calling or sorry, okay. Saxons call it, you know, 
so I almost, I don't know, pagan almost is like, I guess the, to me, it seems like that's the word they use to describe anybody. Anybody different, anybody other. Yeah. So, you know, Halloween is a festival not often celebrated or recognized here with its roots traced far into the pagan past. It is usually marked on the evening prior to the Christian feast of all saints. October 31st, and the day itself is on November 1st. So I remember you telling me about this. It is the name of the Eve of Samhain. So then I had to look up Samhain. Mm -hmm. Which means summer's end. Yeah, so it's a Gaelic festival marking the end of the harvest season and beginning of the winter or darker half of the year. So solstice, right? right? It would have probably been a time where a lot of people were stalking and getting ready for the coming like colder months and everything. So it is the name for the Eve of Samhain, a celebration marking the beginning of winter as well as the first day of the new year within those ancient times in Celtic culture. As with Christmas and Easter, church leaders adopted this ancient celebration to serve their own purposes. Hmm, weird. (laughs) The the early church attempted to divert this interest in paganism by adding a Christian celebration to the calendar on the same date as Samhain. The Christian festival, the Feast of All Saints, commemorates the known and unknown saints of Christianity just as Samhain acknowledged and paid tribute to the Celtic deities. On this day, it is believed that a gathering of supernatural forces occurred when the barriers between the human and supernatural worlds were broken. Although some may dismiss this demonic symbolism and divination associated with Halloween is harmless fun, the Bible reveals the existence of evil spirits. Modern celebrations may appear on the surface to be quite harmless, but the spiritual implications of dabbing, <laughs> dabbling rather with the spirit worlds are extremely serious. To give recognition to false gods and to imitate practices that honor them is unacceptable and idolatrous. Idolatrous meaning? To worship. To worship idols. Idols. Yep. We can choose the feast days instituted by our creator or the festivals and holidays substituted by men unwittingly deceived by the evil one. So I thought this was an interesting article because it was like, you know, if we read an article here in North America about Halloween, it's going to be about some sort of like, oh, like Halloween fun at whatever the hell event, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be pretty light, fun, loving, harmless, unless it's, you know, the complete opposite, not the complete opposite, but the other end of it here would be you know, Halloween fun turns into some sort of accident where there were fireworks and firecrackers or some, you know, young adults caused some sort of mischief, burned something down, something got out of hand, right? Like Mm. those are the examples of Halloween media (laughs) that I think of, not something like this, right? Where this writer for the Fiji Sun went into um, sort of, you know, some of these intricacies uh, of the of the background of what Hallow- Halloween is supposed to be. Um, and then I, I think it's interesting how there is this acknowledgement of how it is unacceptable and idolatrous to give recognition to false gods and to imitate practices because, you know, that's what Hindus do, right? That's like we pray to an idol, right? That's what Hindus do. That's our thing. 
Um, and so I think it, this, you know, something like this is really tailored to obviously the, the demographic that is reading it. But I was just, I just found this article really interesting. And, and, you know, they also really start off by talking about how it's not really something that's recognized here. Mm. Right. 2010 y'all. But <laughs> Halloween and Fiji. They are doing it to some extent. <laughs> to some degree. Yeah. Um, there's, I think that the extent of it is like just because of like Western culture and, you know, Western culture touching most parts of the world, there's just an understanding of what it yeah. is. Right. Yeah, there's, yeah. And like, that's it. Right. Scary movies. Yeah. Trick or treating like mm-hmm. those kinds of customs. Definitely nothing about what it actually is. Kind of similar to here because, you know, that's it's kind of one of those, you know, like my beef with Halloween or my beef with Christmas, right? It's like lost its meaning. So this is like <sighs> the same thing. Started on <laughs> same Christmas. thing, right? I'm, oh, buddy. Yeah. I'm actually like really not looking forward to Christmas this year, which is just, oh boy, has to do with the whole fucking... Anyways, so before we go, just because it was so much fun last time we did it, we got a lot of fun feedback about it. We found some more superstitions for y'all because this shit is ridiculous and (laughs) funny. Uh, But there are some things that, you know, we'll just choose to prescribe to just because we like them. And what if they're real? (laughs) So we don't want to fuck with them too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Earlier, you actually said that, oh, like, you know, I can kind of get down with this one. A dog crying means someone is about to die. Yeah, that one's really weird. So, and I'll also just say, I'll just say everyone, everything that I'm about to say, there's about 12 of them. So hopefully we get through them. (laughs) All of these were sourced from (laughs) a Facebook group full of a bunch of Fijians, y'all. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be honest. I literally, I, I went into the Facebook group and I just searched superstitions and a bunch of them came up and I just grabbed the ones that I was like, this is new or this is interesting or we haven't already talked about this one. And so there's not a lot of, like we don't have anything to do with like explanations or meanings or origins. We're just gonna we're just gonna put these superstitions on blast and see what happens and see what we get, see who can identify with them or not. So one, a dog crying means someone is about to die. Yeah, yeah. And there was a, a story. There was a quick story with this one where someone commented saying like, "This one is for real." Like it had like my friend and I were hanging out and his dog was crying and being really annoying for no reason. And then later on that evening, we found that one of our friends had passed away and everyone was like, yeah, me too, me too, me too. And I'm like, all right, okay. Dogs know, like animals know. And if anyone's going to know, it's dogs. Yeah. They know stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's an intro. I don't know. They can read energy. I just, I just, I believe that one just because like, the sad whining of a dog really makes me sad. So like just hearing that in my head right now, I'm just, that sound alone is enough for me to just buy into that one. Yeah. I didn't even need to give it more thought. That's why the, when I read it, when we're preparing before we started recording, I was like, yeah, I get, I'm down with that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if you feel that way about it, you know, Kind of disturbing a little bit, actually. <laughs> to me, anyways. Uh, 
this one's kind of fucked up. This one actually ties in. So we have a couple here that all kind of tie in together a little bit. Yeah. Right. Kind so of, I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna read this one, and then I'm gonna go down the list here, uh, and pick out the other ones that are similar to it. And yeah. then I'm gonna quickly explain why they're linked together. So two, the second one we have is putting perfume on at night attracts ghosts. Right. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's yeah. the first one. Okay. So now this first one that's connected to this one. So the next two, uh, never take a newborn out at night. Okay. So this and the last one you just heard, super creepy, right? Now the next one that's connected to it, keep your hair tied at night or else you'll get possessed or it attracts jurels, which is kind of like Hindustani succubus, except for this bitch really wants you fucking dead. Like, and she's not discriminating against guys either. She pretty much like wants you dead because you're a woman and has, who has what she could never have, which is scary as fuck. The story of what a churel is, do you want to tell it? No, I think you know it better. You've made quite a well, few connections. I just think it's just, it's just it, it just bugs me. Like things like this really yeah. are just like. Before you explain it, I'll just quickly say that, you know, when we were younger, our parents and family members did always say. They like, referred to it a lot, didn't they? They, they would say specifically churel as opposed to bhuth. So sometimes it was bhuth, which is ghost. Right. But oftentimes it was Churel, which is a witch. And there was a lot of stuff about like, you know, Churel Pakri, which means like you'll catch, you'll literally, it means you'll catch one, but like, you know, it'll possess you, a witch will possess you. Um, or like a witch will um, like, you know, possess a baby or catch a mm. baby. I um, mean, you're supposed to put, you know, the, this pin on the baby, like the giant safety pin with the, there's like a little, yeah. there's like a hang or something on yeah. it, right? Like the, you know, they would pin that on the baby to like help with that not That's happening. And then- or ward. Yes, exactly. It'll, it would ward off the churel. And then, um, you know, I always, this was like a big thing, especially during puja time, especially during, I remember when like Aji died- that whole thing, it was all about like, make sure you keep your hair tied. Like I, my hair could not be out. <laughs> it could not be in a, it couldn't be tied in a ponytail. It had to be braided. Like they were so specific. So, so, so fucking specific yeah. about like, oh, you can't do this. And like, I have really long hair. I always have. I had all, I have always had ass length hair. And so everyone was always like, you have to tie your hair. You have to tie your hair. And like, I couldn't do my hair. Like I couldn't braid it on my own. So like someone always had to do it. So I always had to like wait for someone to do it before I could go live my life <laughs> and like do anything. Like it was this whole thing, um, especially during, you know, any kind of puja time and any time of gam puja time, right? If it, if it had to do with any type of prayers that were tied to someone's services, someone's services of death, 100%, like had to have my hair tied or else it was like not yeah. okay. Like I should know better kind of thing. So churels y'all careful. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I think a lot of cultures have something similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all very different from each other, but they all kind of like center around the same sort of, I don't know. I like that you use succubus. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of like the one that everybody wraith, would know. Is that, is that work? Wraith? A wraith? Yeah, I guess that could work too. Or a banshee or like <laughs> uh, even the fucking... There's a Japanese one too, which I can't remember what that is. Oh, There's shit. also a... Even sailors, we kind of fucking, uh, you know, always refer to a siren... Right, like oh yeah, you know that too. But anyways, okay. like a trail is a spirit of a woman who's either died during childbirth, uh, died during childbirth, or I don't know why. This I'm just reading this off of something that was sent to me by my sister here, but um, took her own life while being pregnant. I don't really, whatever. That seems weird to me, but it could have been because maybe she was assaulted, yeah. or maybe she was in too much pain, or. Yeah, yeah, or I don't know. I think it might be that she just maybe just died during... Oh, no, wait. Fuck, I don't know. Weird. Anyways, carrying on. Um, so she basically s- roams around the forests and shit, and she's basically, like, highly scorned, um, right? So... In the first scenario where the baby is survived, she roams through the night, mourning their separation. And in the latter case where she's, you know, killed herself during childbirth or whatever, uh, she carries... my God, man. (sighs) Trigger warning. She carries the fucking fetus in her arms, wailing over the death of her child. Um, Meanwhile, the unborn child cries endlessly for milk to quench its thirst. Uh, super disturbing. (laughs) The sound is said to resemble that of a cat. So this also might tie into the why Indians are so weird about cats as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, black cats. But I mean, which culture isn't weird about black cats? Sure, yeah. Right? Anyways, um, she's depicted to have long black hair, uh, disheveled, you know, Chitraul, yeah. right? Just total Chitraul hair. Uh, and her main targets are unfortunately pregnant women and children, right? Uh, and I'm guessing it's because she's like not really down with the fact that you got what she wants and she's very, very, very not okay with her current life status as a wailing banshee ghost lady. So, a churail, I mean, it basically, this thing wants to fucking kill you. And so, sorry, <laughs> this was like, uh, like, what is the, like, does it say where this, the origin of the story is from or anything like uh, that? Like, so, what like, is this is the thing. Like, this is an it, old school story, right? This is a very old school story, yeah. And so, like, it's an Indo-Caribbean folklore, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like, if that, like, obviously that extends into... Well, everything, Our, yeah, everything, it was like every, anything that is Indo-Caribbean is generally like a derivative of yeah, like Indian so like, culture, uh, right? Sorry. And so we sort of all have our own version of it, probably. Yeah. So like deity, I guess. I don't know. What do you call this thing? I guess it's a deity, but uh, you okay. So like you could like closely resemble this to like uh, 
the scriptural Dakinas or the bloodthirsty servants of Kali, both the Dakina and Churail, Churail is spelled differently here. Both the Dakina and Churail are uniquely Indian legends that are slowly being forgotten in post-indentured sites. Weird. Anyways. Okay, so a lot of like centering around like Booth or Churail stuff. Mm. And, you know, then there was a lot of things like making sure we always knew that churels were bad, right? So always associating it with something extremely negative, right? So if my hair was chitran, which, you know, to most Indians, it is most of the time, I would hear something like, why is your hair chitran <laughs> like a churel, right? I got, a, go. I got a lot of big black hair. There you um, go. Also things like, things like, you know, home wrecker type, Terms were also associated to Jurel. Oh, yeah. I never really heard any yeah. of those. I have heard that it's oh, definitely wow. a thing. I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, so lots of lots of brown people like to use that word to, you know, describe someone that they think is probably a hoe, someone wow. they don't like. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So even Jurels right. aren't free of being slut shamed. <laughs> um. So moving on from boots and Jurels. We had something similar um, last time around about fish. I don't really know about this one. The, the previous one was, you know, don't have dairy with fish, which, yeah. you know, kind of makes sense. This one is when you dream of fish, you will receive money. No idea. Yeah, I don't know about that No one. idea what the fuck that's about. I have no, not even like some sort of interpretation of it at all. Nothing. This one is, I guess, sort of, I mean, I don't really know the origin of it, but it could be tied to, you know, going under a tree at night, a booth will catch or possess you. So this was something like, cause in the summers, um, like, you know, mom and I would like to go for walks, like long walks and stuff. Right. And like, she was always like, she never wanted to walk under trees, under big trees where, you know, there, it might, there might've created a lot of shade and stuff like that. And so I've always known that, you know, brown people have been really, really weird about, going close to trees or underneath trees at night. Not cool with it. So there's something over there. The ghosts are in the trees. I don't know. Mm. Ghosts in trees seem like they'd probably be pretty chill. So I don't know what the big deal is. Like they're, yeah. they're chilling in trees. I mean, that can't be that bad. Uh, I Mother think nature it, shit. I don't know. I think it's a way. I think that's the superficial meaning that you tell your kids just don't go under the tree otherwise you're gonna get a possessed Hmm. right because uh uh, i don't know i don't really know if we have time to get into it or not but i will just say like having just heard this and recently watching the new docu documentary on netflix called uh the fuck what was it called i think it was called the burari murders or the burari deaths i think that's what it was called anyways the that whole situation has a lot to do with why I think you should not go underneath a tree at night. And however you want to take that whole situation, like psychologists are arguing, going to argue that it was one way. Religious people and more spiritual people are going to argue the other way, and then you're going to going to have, you know, other people to say that it was a social problem 
and all three of those things are correct. I think it was, I don't know. I found it like, I don't really have a threshold. Like you said, when I told you about that shit, Mm -hmm. you said you don't have a threshold for like true crime and shit like that, whatever. And I've seen my fair share of like pretty nasty fucking true crime shows. I mean, we fucking grew up watching American uh, Justice and like fucking cold case files. Like, dude, man, we grew up watching true crime. Like we know, but that shit kind of fucking really upset. It upset me a little bit just on the- Yeah, it's disturbing. Yeah. The level of what they were doing and what that puja was even about and that whole thing. I think is the reason why our parents tell us and we're told not to go underneath a tree at night. Mm-hmm. So there which you is go. Totally fucking fair. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. That's like our recommendation for the week, guys. The Burati yeah. murders. Go check it out because it's, yeah. it's it, a lot. That, that should have uh, incited a bit of curiosity in you. So yeah, check it out. Next up, we have, uh, you know, when you have hiccups, someone is remembering you. Mm. So this is something that we've grown up with. No explanation for it, really. Not even, again, nothing that I can interpret even. But this is definitely something where, you know, when we had hiccups as kids and even now, mom and dad would always say, oh, someone's thinking about you. Someone's talking about you. And even when we'd sneeze and stuff, you know, especially if you had a series of sneezes, they'd be like, oh, someone's thinking about you. Um, And if you, if you like coughed, like if you, uh, I remember they would even like stretch it so far as to say like, if you, you know, like choked on your water or something a little bit, something went down the wrong tube, they would say some shit like, oh, someone's swearing about you. Someone's talking shit about you or whatever. Right. So I'm like, oh, this is interesting. So, so, you know, the, the overall superstition is, you know, when something, when you are experiencing some sort of bodily, uprising (laughs) of like a hiccup or a sneeze or like a long series of sneezes or choking. Someone's talking about you. Mm. Yeah. That's one allegedly. Okay. And this is, it's tied into this one because (laughs) this has, this has happened to us and they have said it. If you bite your tongue while eating, someone is swearing at you. Yeah. Someone's talking shit about you. So, I mean, this just happened to be the other day. (laughs) <laughs> who was it who was fucking talking shit about me uh, yeah. you know like I don't know that one's a weird one those those last two are just so weird those those last two like I barely give them anything because they sound made up yeah sounds made up bro that's <laughs> <laughs> what I what those last, I'm just like yeah fuck fuck those are right offs <laughs> although they're ones that we've get told all the time yeah right? all the time yeah lived with those ones yeah Okay. This one's weird. When two pregnant women's stomachs touch each other, one of the babies will come out deaf. What? Yeah, I don't know. Like, again, zero interpretation. I have no idea why someone would say that. Probably because two women did it one time, like as a joke, and then unfortunately one of the babies came out deaf. I don't know. Yeah. And then no one ever did it again, so we don't actually know. Yeah, how do you thing, even right? create a stat on that? Yeah. Like, who's, so know, that's not even quantifiable. So there. Yeah. Um, Let us know. Yeah. About that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So here's an interesting one because I feel like this was sort of familiar. Okay. When you cut your hair, you have to uh, spit on it. And this might also just mean like you have to, you know, moisten it in some way. But 
you know, specifically they said, when you cut your hair, you have to spit on it. Otherwise, a ghost will come and possess you um, or someone will take that hair and do jadu or black magic with it, right? So I know this is something that like brown people are weird about is like hair, right? Like I have heard hilarious stories. (laughs) I shouldn't say they're funny, but they are. They're funny from people who we know who, you know, we grew up regularly who would talk about like, oh yeah, when I, when I go for my haircuts, I make sure that I see it like swept away and thrown away or like, I don't go get my hair cut because of this, because who knows what they're going to do with my hair, stuff like that. And I'm like, what? Who are you that people are going to fucking black magic you, man? Like (laughs) shit like that. So it's very, very interesting to me. Very, very interesting to me. Um, So yeah, hair is very much so, you know, one of those prized possessions. And like, I mean, I think in a lot of like magical type universes, it is right. Like I just right away think of you're, well, you're gonna you're you gonna, can use to cast a spell on somebody else, right? You're gonna hate this, but I was just gonna say in Harry Potter, right? When they make the polyjuice potion to complete it, you need the person's hair, and then you add it to the potion, and then you drink it, and you become that person. Yeah. Or you or you look like them, right? Weird. So, <laughs> and that's my that's my nerdy reference to it because I love Harry Potter. Yeah, there's a lot of cultures throughout the world that use hair as like a median between like, you know, mm-hmm. like a fucking almost like a oh fuck what you call it. Yeah, just the median between you the, the the person you're trying to cast a spell on and the person casting it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next one is don't count the stars at night in the sky or else you get warts on your skin. Okay, mm-hmm. so I never got the warts one. I never, like, I never heard that from mom and dad, but I did get told for counting the stars. We're not supposed to look up at the sky and point and count the stars like that. And I don't even think pointing is specific, but like, you're just not supposed to look up and be like, one, two, three, can't do that. I don't know why. Mm. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. That one sounds like the fucking tongue one. And yeah. the hiccup one to me. <laughs> yeah. Sounds we'll get like words. bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. Some like there's there's some that are just like, okay, that's just something you tell to tell your kids to get them to stop doing that. Okay. Well, or to just tell them to yeah. be fucking submissive to like just Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, exactly. That one like to just me to get some compliance. Like, don't fucking think too hard. Yeah. There you go, right? <laughs> don't critically think. Don't question anything. Just blindly listen to me. Okay, so this is the last one, and it's. I think this it even gets worse from the from the before one, just in silliness. Okay, when you're coming home at night, you need to stand in front of your gate facing the road for about ten to twenty seconds, then go inside. The fuck? Why? <laughs> I don't know. It, it doesn't say what's going to happen if you don't do that. <laughs> Again, like another weird one that makes no sense. I mean, I mean, I I guess. If you're just thinking about like Hinduism, spirituality, whatever, and just the theme of stuff we've talked about, mm-hmm. like things following you home and following you into your household. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Or sure. yeah, like, like the weird fucking thing that happened here the other day, actually. Our cat's been weird for a while. I mean, like 
and everybody can like get on board with me, I think, on the fact that animals, I mean, I don't know, it's not a science fact, but anybody who knows and or has a fucking animal, I mean, there are times when you swear they're talking to somebody else who isn't there or they're looking at something that isn't there, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the same thing happened with Frodo. You know, you could, you know, it was, it was obvious. Right. You know, and then I think just, you know, if you know, you know, right? People who have animals can fucking see this shit happening. Anyways, I'm not going to, like, anyways, uh, Oliver has never really done anything like that. But mom's been saying he's been in the fucking puja room just like he hanging has, yeah. out. And I he's seen him like, in there the other day. Just like meowing away at like. And just looking at the idols. Yeah. yeah. And like he's having conversations with things. And cats don't really like do shit like that for no reason. Unless your cat like got dropped on its head a couple times when it was a kitten. Maybe it just meows for no reason. But like, anyways, Oliver, all like Oliver's intentionally speaking with something. And it doesn't look like just an animal being an animal. It looks like he's fucking having a conversation. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So fast forward to like and this is what mom has told me you know fast forward to like maybe i don't know i think it's like two days after my car accident or something or maybe not even it might have been before anyways he uh was sitting here on the couch with me and he just was standing i was fucking um i was sitting on the couch he's standing on the couch i'm petting him he's having a good time mm-hmm. he's like you know and all of a sudden he just like stiffened up ears perked up turned his head and he looked right over there. Yeah, in the corner there. Yeah. yeah, and he just started growling for no fucking reason. And I was just like, Uh-oh. The, yeah, he was good doing <laughs> the whole yeah. thing. And I was just like, what the it's hell? Time to go. Yeah, and I was just like, whoa, what's going on? And like, he was kind of not having me touch him anymore. And he, without taking his eyes away from whatever the fuck he was staring at, but he jumped off the couch here and walked across the living room over there mm-hmm. and kept his head looking in that direction. Sorry, guys, I'm pointing mm-hmm. at things and stuff in here and you can't really see, but anyways, he didn't take his eyes off of whatever it was he was following, but he saw this thing, whatever this thing was, he saw it out of the house. Oh, that's what happened. I followed him from here. I was like, what's going on, dude? And he's fucking like, all of a sudden, like a light switch just changed, right? Because now I'm freaking out. Like, this is weird. Why Mm -hmm. is my cat doing this? Is my cat like a fucking, has has he had a brain aneurysm? Has he lost it now? Has Mm -hmm. he just gone crazy? Like, he's fucking growling and snarling and hissing at something that isn't fucking there. Now he's following it out the goddamn door. Mm -hmm. And he followed it out the door. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, the door was shut, obviously. Right. But whatever it was went out the front door and he made sure that it left. And that was so fucking gnarly. Yeah, and this is just after this whole thing in the food room started with him. So I don't really know what the hell is going on there, but I can tell you that our cat is 
I mean, he's cool, but he's not really that cool. He's not that cool, man. <laughs> yeah, like, he's pretty but, fucking lame, and I have a lot of yeah. issues with him, and I don't like him touching my stuff. But, but and, yeah, that yeah. was super but weird. I didn't know all that shit. Yeah, like, he does his coolest work at night when he's out and about. Normally around here, he just lies around and doesn't do doesn't anything. He doesn't do anything. Oh, my God, but, like, so lame. You know, so, like, when he does things like this. Very that, out of the ordinary. Yeah, very yes. out of the ordinary. Like, yeah. extremely. So... This whole door thing right here. I don't know. Like, again, a lot of other, uh, I mean, even even in Catholicism and, like, the whole demon thing and, like, that, you know, just hauntings, etc. Mm -hmm. And other cultures and, like, I don't know. Even, like, feng shui stuff. Like, just mm. having things that flow and you know, right. come in okay. and go out, right? And right. don't get trapped. Like, I think it might have something to do with that just so that the flow of your house- Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Feng right? shui is all about that, about having like a, a good flow. So yeah, maybe trapped, maybe yeah. it has something to do. Like you just maybe making sure nothing comes in, making sure it almost seems like to me, it's saying that you're making sure that they know you know. Yeah, that you was, know? you know what? And I'll just like- throw in really quickly too that like I last week when you had your car accident I had that dream right mm. and I fucking hate being this person and I <laughs> said it to you I fucking said it to you when I texted you I was like I hate to be mom and dad about this but I'm gonna like I had a bad dream last night are you okay and like it was like haha lol but for real are you okay and then you fucking called and you were like, I just got into a fucking car accident, bro. And I was like, damn it. It uh, is real. Damn it. And that was super annoying. Cause like, I don't, I don't really like, I don't know. I don't really have bad dreams about like, I don't like the dream that I had. Like I just, that just is not normal for me. I don't really do that. Um, mm. That's not a thing. And so that was just really, really weird that, and I even knew, you know, I was just like, I don't want to be like this. And I woke up and I thought about it for a second. And I was like, I'm not, he's fine. I'm not going to think about it. But then I, I couldn't shake it. Yeah. So then I just had to, you know, that was super fucked up. So annoying. And maybe a testament to our parents being right sometimes. Only sometimes though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only sometimes, not all the time. Yeah. I mean- if we're going to talk about our these uh, superstitions or myths or whatever you want to call them, mm -hmm. like, I mean, all of these things throughout all cultures, whether they are historical stories or myths, whatever story always comes from some small grain of truth, right? Sure. Yeah, or, absolutely. Or, I mean, maybe it is the whole 100% truth and it's just kept its uh, credibility the whole time it's yeah, been told right, right? how but, do we measure it who knows yeah, exactly I mean, you know with our religion and culture being as old as it is you know <laughs> i hate to say it but like so it, you have to maybe yeah they're just fucking superstitions but you should maybe have a, a little reverence towards them I'm trying to use sure, the right yeah. words here because yeah. I don't want to jinx any of this shit and have it fucking come back. <laughs> don't at acknowledge me. it. See, that's how like that's how messed up this has got me right? right now. I'm trying not to invoke any of this shit except for that true rail bitch. Like it's I really... dare you. I dare you. Come at me, bro. Oh yeah, I don't fuck with any <laughs> of that. I'll fucking cut yeah. your head off. Yeah. Anyways, no, like I'm good. Like, like I mean, 
Yeah, They're I see time what you're honored, right? Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I see what right? you're saying. It's got like this weird manipulation of like, fuck you, we don't believe this. But also, uh, I'm yeah. not trying to. I'm not trying to get cut yeah. by you, if you are Indian for real. <laughs> yeah. Interestingly enough, yeah. saw a documentary again recently about ghosts in Japan and how the psychologist is actually uh, discovering that, hey. People are seeing something, although I don't believe in... He basically says, I don't believe in ghosts, but my research has led me to believe that there are ghosts, but I don't believe in them. And it's just like, what the fuck? It's like, like it's, we're saying the, the same thing. The opposite of science. Or- yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I saw... And I was just like, wow, this guy is really like... I don't know. You got... Uh, it was on that Unsolved Mysteries season two check it out. I was taken aback by this guy. I was like, this guy's saying that it's real, but he doesn't believe in it, but it is real. It's like, we're saying the same thing too. Like, we don't believe in some of this, but you know what? You should fucking definitely (laughs) take this as science fact and not fuck with any of it. I'm not trying to get fucked up here. (laughs) Okay, guys, that was Superstitions Part 2 Halloween Heist. Halloween Heist just for fun because I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We are NoTies1879. Please go follow us on Instagram, guys, at NoTies1879podcast. We are also on the TikTok. TikTok, y'all get on the TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's super fun there, super interesting. <laughs> uh, at No Ties 1879 podcast there as well. We are available on all the platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and everywhere else. So if you connected with anything today, check us out there and share the episodes with your friends. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, guys. Like we need those reviews. We need to get on the reviews. How about this? Go review us, okay? And then, like, send send us a screenshot of it, and then, like, we'll send you something. Sure. Yeah. I'll send you, like, a like a gift card. I'll do that. I'll fucking do that. I do shit like that all the time. I reward good behavior. <laughs> I reward okay? good behavior. So do some of that. Because yeah, I'll do it. that. I'm happy to do that. If, you know, just get on there and be honest. Just do stuff. Yeah. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, y'all. Don't be a dick. Be a dude. (laughs) Special thank you to our very amazing and talented producer, Matt Truitt. Just wanted to, you know, we we need to give him some more shout outs because he does a lot of work for us and he does a lot of timely work for us on the very limited uh, schedule that we provide for him. Um, He's terrific. Um, He's got a ton of work out with other artists right now that he's been working with so you know we'll link to that shit because it's pretty incredible we went to a show last weekend an ep release party yeah was good like we went to an ep release party guys no big deal we're we're in some pretty cool circles we go to ep release parties now was really cool (laughs) it was super super, yeah all of it was super cool and we're just very, very fortunate and grateful to be around such creative and incredibly talented folks. So we just wanted to give a special thank you and shout out to Matt. He's our guy. We are out for now. We will be back next week. Peace out. See you later. Have a good one, guys. Bula. Bula.